Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. I don't want to go. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. No! no! <laughs> Why would you do that? Because I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Huh? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Whoa, we're gonna have company! Loud noises! Hello! Hello! <laughs> Hello, I am... A Kendall Richardson. And I am a fully account And <laughs> Welcome to a podcast called Fred. <laughs> oh boy. That was a really morbid intro. <laughs> Look, I'm grieving, okay? We all are. We're all grieving. <laughs> the world is just in a state of flux and I don't like it. No. It's not good. But anyway, how was your week? <laughs> Straight into it. All right. I like it. Uh, my week has been uh, pretty good. Um, had a couple of things happening throughout the week. Yes. Uh, worked. Um, filmed. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, and I think uh, that's about it to be. Oh, yeah. And work some more. <laughs> work, work, work. Just working. Yeah, it's pretty... Yeah, I think... Just like that Rihanna song. Yeah. Work, work, work. work. <laughs> pretty much. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't think any, anything else specific has really happened for me. Okay. So, uh, this week has just been very... Oh, we went to trivia. Oh, we did, yes. That's probably the highlight that of was, the week. That was fun. Oh, yeah, good. That was the highlight of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Yes. Yes. Yep. How was your week? How was, how was my week? Mine was very short. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uneventful week for Fulia. Yeah. Well. There you go. Yeah. That happens. Um, happens yeah. when you're poor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Feel, feel that real hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. My week has been pretty good. Uneventful as well, I guess. Um, yeah. F- filming. Went really well. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, trivia was a lot of fun. Um, and I've just been working and watching TV. And I'm oh al- yeah, I'm almost almost finished watching season one of The Boys. Ah, you liking it? Oh my god, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> my, like this is this is the perfect thing this is what you know people complain about superhero fatigue but man this superhero fatigue gives us things like this yeah this is a show and you'll appreciate this it was created by eric kripke Ooh. yes Yee. yes and has some of the people that worked with him on supernatural work on this show <gasps> yeah Ooh. yeah okay. maybe i might have to check this out yeah <laughs> my selling it to you yeah. <laughs> um yeah so but it's it's nothing like supernatural but no. um because it's it's, it's 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 a it's it's an MA rated show. With lots of swearing, lots of violence and and bloodiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically set in a world 
uh, where superheroes exist and um, they're not all altruistic uh, forces of good. Right. Uh, They might be sociopathic drug dealers. So there's just some shit going on, but it's amazing. Carl Urban is fantastic in it. Yep. He's one of the leads. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's just brilliant. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend checking it out. Cool. Cause I yeah. will yeah. pop that on my list of never ending yes. shows. Add that watch. to your never ending list. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Speaking of shows, I have, um, actually finally finished, um, the Vicar of Dibley. Oh, yay. So that's done. Fantastic. Um, it's a very short series. Yes. Very short. Yes. Um, and now I am onto my US comedy. And Which is it's not a, it's not a it's not an old series that came out in the nineties. Okay, it's actually a recent comedy that I found on Stan. Yes, and I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. What is it? The Miracle Worker. Oh, yeah, the Daniel Radcliffe and, and Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi yep. series. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, is it funny? It's um, it's it's uh, the Good Place funny. Oh yeah, it seemed like that because, yeah. like, it's uh, it's it's Steve Buscemi is like a, some he's, is he's he God? God? He's actually he, God. Steve Buscemi yeah. is a really bummed out God. <laughs> okay, like <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just lounges around and watches the TV of the human news, <laughs> and just watches you know the world go to go to shit. <laughs> and then in in episode one, literally turns around and just be like. Um, so uh, there's a, there's a lead character and I've forgotten her name already and I haven't been watched. Like I haven't, I've only watched like the first few episodes. Yeah. And it's literally about God and his, um, angels that work for him. Yes. Um, Daniel Radcliffe's character actually works in the department of, uh, prayers, uh, answered. Sorry, answered prayers. Answered prayers. Answered prayers. But he's been the only one working in that department for a very long time. So when we first meet him, he's got a full-on beard going on. (laughs) And he's all rugged up underneath this this blanket, watching a screen, doing his thing. And he's just pressing like a button and using a joystick to do things. And he can only do things very subtly. Yeah, okay. Um, to to answer the prayers that are coming through, right? And it's so funny because he's just he's answering the most mundane prayers, <laughs> and once they're answered, he staples them up on this giant wall of all these other prayers that he's answered, and they're all very small things, and the big things like you know falling in love or wanting to win the lottery or doing whatever, he because they're apparently impossible prayers. Sends him straight up to God. But God doesn't do anything. It just sits in his inbox. <laughs> There's nothing in oh, his outbox. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> just trying to... I wonder if it's like any any kind of resemblance to certain parts of Bruce Almighty. Sort of, yeah. but not really. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, so there's a character called Eliza. Yes. Played by Geraldine Viswanathan. Ooh. Yeah, you pronounced it right. Viswanathan. Okay. Um, We've got a character called Sanjay, who is the executive to God. Ooh. He barely does anything himself. Fancy. But he doesn't like that role. He likes the the title, 
but the role that he plays isn't that great. Okay. He likes the title, just not the job. No. Um, but so far, after the first few episodes, it's actually pretty funny. And I'm enjoying it. So, yes. Definitely worth watching. I'm going to finish it off. Yay. Um, I don't know whether they're going to bring out any more, more seasons, though. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. But so far, it's it's enjoyable. I'm sure you'll like it too. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, it looked like something I might enjoy. Yes. And I yes. love Daniel Radcliffe, so. Oh my goodness. He is such an awkward... His character is so awkward in this and it's so <laughs> funny. Nice. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I don't think I've watched anything else in particular. Just trying to think. No? Nothing's coming to mind. Oh, and anime. Yes. I've been watching some anime. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Is that our weeks then? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Fabulous. Done. Okay. we got a lot to talk about, so let's head straight on in to the nerdy news. Awesome. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. And cry. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, welcome to the nerdy news. I have to start off, of course, by talking about the big, big story of the week and one of the biggest stories uh, for a little while. Uh, The exiting of spider-man from the marvel cinematic universe (laughs) yeah yeah yes (laughs) so uh sony and disney were in talks to renegotiate the deal that they made uh back in 2014 2015 um so sony would let marvel studios have spider-man in the mcu uh, Sony would get all the monies for the movies, but Marvel Studios would produce them so he could be a part of the universe. Um, and that started with Civil War and is now ended with Far From Home because Disney decided they wanted a bit more piece of the pie, mm. uh, a little bit more money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they got greedy because, you know, hey, Disney has all the money. Why not have a little bit extra? Yep. Uh, and Sony said, nah, mate. So... Um, Disney's decided, like, well, we're pulling Kevin Feige out. So, yeah, and that's the end of that. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, why you need to be greedy, Disney? It's, <laughs> it's such a weird story because the internet is on, like... Both sides. Both sides. Most people are actually against Sony in regards to this. Yeah. Because they kind of see it as... Because because Sony has decided not to give Disney any any kind of more money in this deal... Um, uh, you know, it, it, they're being. Some people see them as the bad guy because yeah. it means now we don't have Tom Holland in in the MCU anymore. Um, and so people have been threatening to to boycott. It's been a week of just hashtags, boycott threats, and <laughs> tears yeah. um, from the fandom mm-hmm. uh, and the internet at large, and memes. Not to mention some of the best memes I've ever I seen. I know. <laughs> The memes, ladies and gentlemen. Look them up. Have you seen the best villains, the best Disney villains meme? Oh, uh, did they put did Sony as yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of my favorite ones were ones 
talking about either, you know, Peter Parker being homeless, like the next Spider-Man movie is going to be called Spider-Man Broken Home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, or or talking about how, you know, he's about to be rebooted again now that this is oh, ending. Oh, my gosh. They'll be like, you know, they're just there's memes of, like, Peter Parker, like Tom Holland walking up to heaven and seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in their oh. Spider-Man suits. Oh, no. And there's another one that's, like, Spider-Man just, you know, sitting there waiting for his Uncle Ben to die for the fourth time now. Oh. Yeah, so it's been, it's been intense. <laughs> So, unfortunately, it looks like uh, there will be no plans at this stage, at least, to yeah. br- to bring Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man back into the fold of the MCU. Um, but, you know, I'm still holding out onto some smidgen, some tiny little bit of hope, just mm. because after all the negativeness about James Gunn and that actually worked out, I'm not going to say no or never to anything. Yep. Um, but... I'm not going to get my hopes up too much. So probably don't get your hopes up just in case, people. But um, on the plus side, Tom Holland is contracted for one more Spider-Man film. uh, And he did say um, in a statement that he's looking forward to continuing to play the character despite what's happened this week. Mm -hmm. He's still on board. So we're still going to get... Like, we're not sure what the future holds now, especially after Far From Home's gigantic twists in the post credit scenes. And a lot of the stuff that they set up in that for the future um, is now probably not going to happen at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's one one plot twist in the post credit scene that might actually still, you know, it's still going to actually be a big deal. But the other, the other one that mostly focuses on Spider-Man yeah. uh, is not going to really make, make any difference now. No. Um, Kevin Feige also said that, you know, while it's sad to see the deal fall through, um, they, this is the story that they they wanted to tell and they got to tell it. They started it with Civil War and it's ended with Far From Home. And that's, yeah. and that's that. So, but we'll keep you guys posted if anything else comes out. Yep. Uh, any up, more updates? So f- cross your fingers for some good news, but don't hold your breath. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. Okay. Speaking of... Speaking of, news. speaking of yeah, speaking of Disney <laughs> and good and news. good news. Um, so while I have some popcorn, Morphle's gonna have some delicious popcorn, one of my favorite foods ever. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yes. So speaking of Disney, uh, this weekend the phenomenal Disney D twenty three Expo was oh held. Oh my goodness. Uh, so much has come out of that. I can't even. Um, there is a lot that was announced and dropped. Uh, over the last couple of days. So yep. I'm just going to reel everything off. Yep. Buckle up, just people. Just real quick, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Okay. So starting with, we've gotten more announcements for the MCU's upcoming Phase 4. Uh, for Disney+, Plus. we're looking at three new TV shows. She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Miss Marvel. Uh, we're also getting Black Panther 2 on the big screen, confirmed will be released on the 6th of May, 2022. Uh, only six months after Thor Love and Thunder comes out, looks like it will be a part of Phase 4, as will these three TV shows. So Phase 4 just got a hell of a lot bigger. Um, more MCU news. Kit Harrington is in the MCU. He has joined the cast of The Eternals. It's coming out next November, where he will be playing Dane Whitman slash Black Knight. 
Hashtag the Black Knight always triumphs. Cat <laughs> uh, um, Dennings is finally returning as Darcy Lewis uh, and Randall Park, um, who was Jimmy Woo in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the hilarious FBI agent. Um, they are both going to be reprising those characters in WandaVision. Ooh. Mm, which is I, a very interesting choice. I'm excited to see where that goes with them. Okay, so we have a bunch of Star Wars news that was released at D23 now. Uh, starting with my big favorite thing, the confirmation. We are finally going to see Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Yay! Rejoice! <laughs> Rejoice! I'm so happy about it. Um, he's going to be doing a series for Disney Plus that is going to be filming from next year. No release date as of yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, super excited to have him back. Uh, we also got a poster for uh, Rise of Skywalker, um, the upcoming uh, ninth film in the Skywalker saga, the final film of the Skywalker saga, <laughs> which the poster showed uh, Rey and Kylo Ren fighting each other in a lightsaber duel yep. with the Emperor's image in the background. Yep. They've also said the Emperor is going to be playing a huge role in this film. Oh. There was some footage also played at D23 um, that just showed bits that kind of ex- expanded on scenes from the trailer that came out a couple of months ago. And there was also some footage that hasn't been released to the public yet of Ray going dark. Ooh. And wielding a red lightsaber. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for more on that. <laughs> uh, what else? The Mandalorian. We had a couple of big announcements in regards to The Mandalorian. Of course, there was the trailer that dropped. The first official look at the upcoming Disney Plus series that yep. will be premiering when the streaming service drops in the States on November 12th. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good looking trailer. Oh my goodness. Really impressed. Really excited. Yeah. I'm. It, it's so cool we're getting a live action Star Wars series and it looks amazing. Yes. John Favreau, ladies and gentlemen, at it again. Thank you. Being <laughs> fantastic, if yes. I may say so myself. <laughs> Um, they've also announced that Ming-Na Wen has joined the cast of The Mandalorian. For those who don't know who she is, she is Agent May in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., one of the most badass women in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was the voice of Mulan in the, in the original Mulan film. Wow. Yep. Awesome. So now she's, she's done Disney animated, Disney Marvel, and now Disney Star Wars. Yes. The trifecta. Hey. She's a wonderful woman. Uh, so that's very exciting. Okay, moving on into some other projects. Uh, we got a first look at Emma Stone as Cruella DeVille. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks wicked. Oh, yeah. I am super keen for this. It's going to be brilliant. However, the film was delayed uh, a few months from its original date. I think it was originally supposed to come out next year, but it's now coming out in 2021. Yep. Uh, not to fret, still coming out gonna be sick look at the pic of her as cruella wielding her three dalmatians with her henchmen standing either side she looks Mm. badass oh yeah really good um we got a first look at the upcoming live action lady in the tramp that will be premiering on disney plus on november 12th it looks so cute oh my goodness so this is this is how you do (laughs) say you do live action animals people um 
that I mean, yes, I know you can't actually do live use live action lions like that. I know. First world, first world problems here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, they, as we previously said, they were using live action dogs in this film, and they are. You can see them like they're interacting with humans, and they're real. They're real dogs, and they look amazing and adorable. I love dogs. Um, the only CG that comes in, of course, is when the dogs have to talk to each other. So. And they have a little bit more expression. A little bit more expression than those lions. Yeah. So it's a little bit better. Yes. A little bit more impressed with this. <laughs> uh, it was a very sweet trailer that came out yeah. um, for, the, for the Lady and the Tramp. So uh, it wasn't too much, a bit of a teaser, but it was it was really sweet. So yes. check it out if you can. Uh, the Muppets announced a series coming to Woo. Disney Plus officially. Um, it's called Muppets Now, and it's going to be an unscripted show. Oh, my God, that's awesome. So <laughs> look out. For the unfiltered Muppets on Disney Plus, <laughs> that's going to be a lot of fun uh, next year on Disney Plus. Oh my gosh! Yes, I, I just can't wait I to know. see that. I know that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. Um, speaking of cool things, any Lizzie McGuire fans would have lost their shit this week. Oh yeah. Um, Hilary Duff is returning to the role for a rebooted series on Disney Plus. Um, going to be picking up, I think. Uh, well. Not exactly where the series left off because she's aged quite a bit since then, but it'll be, you know, her as she is now and Lizzie, Lizzie just, you know, navigating through life and doing whatever she does as a 30 something year old. So interesting stuff. I was sort of thinking they would probably do something similar to what the Full House girls did. They've gone from their kid age to adults. Like the Fuller House show. Yeah. Like Fuller House. Yeah. Yeah. Probably similar. Yeah. Yeah. Probably similar. That'd be... Interesting to see how mm. they handle that. And then lastly, uh, I'm sure there's probably some other Disney announcements I missed because there was a lot, but uh, these are the ones I wanted to mention. Lastly, we're finishing up with a documentary series that was announced and it is The World According to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes. What is this documentary yes. about? It's basically just going to be following has- him around as yep. he does things oh like really experiences things <laughs> uh yeah that's so cool yeah it's his kind of daily life yeah sort of thing right uh yeah so that's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> and quirky as all shit oh yeah if it's jeff goldblum yes like, come on yes <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun okay so that's that's the d23 wrap up now we're gonna move on to some slightly more disney news because australia Get excited. Disney Plus is coming. It's official. Yay! It will be dropping in our fair country on the 19th of November, just a week after the United States. Um, And it's only going to cost you $9 a month. Oh, yeah. So cheap. Oh, my goodness, yes. So cheap. And if you, you know, buy a 12-month subscription, it's only going to cost you... $90 Yay! for the 12 months. I like yearly subscriptions. This is fantastic news. Um, I'm I'm disappointed I was wrong about my theory with Stan, but I don't care too much because we're getting Disney Plus uh, as its own app, and I always said I was going to pay money for that. And, you know, come November 19, I'll be watching The Mandalorian and having a good time. And everything else. And everything else. (laughs) Because holy shit, there's a lot. Um, Yes, get... Get he- get get hyped, everyone! Yeah, get excited. 
Can't wait. Good things coming. Okay, so um, we got some DC news that I wanted to mention quickly. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow news. I'm a bit disappointed to hear this, but Brandon... Ruth and Courtney Ford are going to be exiting the show in the upcoming fifth season. Um, basically because their characters have run their course and they've decided they, they're done. So Oh, okay. Basically. Yeah. Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to do, so they're just they're just writing them out of the show. Okay. Um, I mean they could probably bring them back down the track. A lot of these shows kind of do do that, bring characters back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they could, but they're just not going to be series regulars anymore. Yeah. Essentially, which is quite a shame. So uh, Brandon, of course, was The Atom, Ray Palmer, and Nor- uh, sorry, Courtney was Nora Dark. Okay. Um, and yes, I'm pretty sure that, that those two actors are actually married in real life as well. Mm. And they play a couple on the show. So Oh, well, that works out. Super cute. Hmm. They have great chemistry. Um, so that will be a sh- uh, yeah a shame to miss that yeah for sure. Um, okay, this was really exciting. Uh, on the same day as the Spider-Man controversy <laughs> st- struck the globe, uh, it was also announced that the Matrix is coming back. There's going to be a fourth Matrix movie, um, starring Keanu Reeves as Neo. And Carrie-Anne Moss as Trinity. They're coming back. And Lana Wachowski, one half of the sibling director duo of the Wachowskis, uh, will be coming back to direct the film and write the film, it looks to be, as well. And it's going to pick off, pick, pick up pick up somewhere where they left off with... I, I can't even speak. <laughs> pick up where number three finished. Okay. <laughs> Words. Yeah. Um, yes, there's a lot going on and my brain can't handle it. Uh, yeah, super cool. Right. Matrix 4. I've still got to watch number three. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I hope this is better than that. I don't know. Number one is like amazing. Yeah, I've watched one. I vaguely remember two. Yeah. But I don't think Two I've, and three like, were, yeah, just, yeah. they were okay. They just weren't as... I, I don't think I've watched three. No. So. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So you have no idea how the story ends? Nope. Although now it technically doesn't end. Even though <laughs> it continues. They gave it a pretty definitive <laughs> ending, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. Next up in the news, this is pretty awesome. Kevin Smith, one of our favorites, is going to be showrunning a Masters of the Universe animated series on Netflix called Masters of the Universe Revelation. Oh, yeah. It is a... Uh, Continuation of the original He-Man and Masters Universe animated series from the 1980s. Um, Not that I've ever watched it. Neither have I, because we were, you know, we weren't even born. We would no, we were we were toddlers. Yeah, well, at the okay. at the end of the 80s. Okay. For that, we didn't see most of. We the We were 80s. still babies. We were yes, exactly right. <laughs> Did not watch any any Masters of the no. Universe. I, although I do, um, sort of just growing up, recall the character pop up here and there, like. On TV. Well, yeah. I mean... And seeing the toys. Yes, the toys are pretty big. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, He-Man and Skeletor kind of became a big thing in meme culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, just because with Skeletor being Skeletor and then the whole video of He-Man singing What's Going On by Four Non-Blondes <laughs> is something else, a sight to behold. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. The only thing I remember about Skeletor is the way he's, he goes, meh, meh, meh. That's um, all I know. <laughs> yes. The show is also being uh, written and 
produced by uh, a lot of really good writers, mm-hmm. including Mark Bernardin, Kevin's oh, yeah. Kevin's co-host. I'm Fat Man Beyond. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and some big big fans of of He Man. So uh, yeah. it sounds like this is going to be very true to the source material and very respectful and uh, a lot of fun. Yes. So if you're a He Man fan, get get pumped. Yes. Good shit is coming. <laughs> um, okay. We've got some James Bond news. Uh, we finally have a title for the upcoming Bond 25, which is No Time to Die. So this is... Um, I've forgotten his name. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I knew Craig. I, Craig was in my head, but I couldn't <laughs> remember if it was his first name or his last name. <laughs> Craig Daniel. <laughs> so this is, I'm assuming this is his final... Surprise as James Bond, do we know? Uh, There was was rumors everywhere that he was not going to be in this one. He says it every time. (laughs) He's like, I'd rather slip my wrist before I do another Bond film again. And then they throw him an extra $5 million and then he says, I'll do it. So, (laughs) yeah. Money speaks. Yes, money money does. And who knows? I I think this is going to be his last one. Um, I think the world is ready for a fresh face. Yeah. Potentially, and then there was that controversy over whether or not Lashana Lynch, who is going to be in this film, is actually going to be the next Bond mm. because they look they look like they might be changing up the Bond lore a little bit okay. by having someone else take up the 007 man- mantle, but yeah. not actually be James Bond. Yeah. So there's some things brewing. Okay. Um, we'll see what happens when that movie comes out uh, next year. Yeah. 25 my goodness 25 films wow over that's like a hell 50 of a run. plus years yeah. yeah it's a hell of a run it's a long time mm. it's a lot of bonds i need, need to go and actually watch them yeah i've watched I've, I've watched a fair few of them i've watched a couple of them i love the pierce brosnan ones they're my uh, yeah that's the one that i remember growing up with yes <laughs> same here 90s kids remember yep um and lastly in the nerdy news uh we finally have confirmation of the uh upcoming breaking bad movie is going to be on Netflix on the 11th of October, and it is called El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yes. Um, and is going to be following Jesse Pinkman, uh, which is Aaron Paul's character from the series, following his uh, escape from captivity, yep. uh, where we last saw him uh, at the end of the show. Did we? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah, well, I watched the show. Okay, fair enough. Unless I'm remembering it incorrectly. Feel free to at me somehow. Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't say anything else or, or I'll spoil things. Yeah, no, that's all right. We got to see a little teaser trailer for yes, this. Yes, they did drop a teaser trailer. Uh, didn't really give anything away. No. It's just a, a, a junky look by the looks of things. Is being interrogated by the FBI mm-hmm. about uh, giving up Jesse Pinkman's location. And he says he won't do it to him. So, yeah. Yep. That's it. And that's the trailer. So, yeah. That's the nerdy news. Yeah. There's awesome. A, there's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, Fulia, so Fulia, anything yes. you want to touch on before we move on? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I'm definitely excited about The Mandalorian. Yeah. That is something that I've, like, I've always wanted to know more about The Mandalorians and where they sort of fit in, fit come in. from. Yeah. All that stuff. Like, yeah, obviously they're bounty hunters, but um, what you know what what other things do they do yeah what is what are what do they get up to when they're not you know 
hunting down Skywalkers or yeah. working for Darth Vader. Pretty or, much. Or Han Solo capturing, putting yeah. in carbonite. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and that, and that trailer really just gets you excited. Yeah, it does. It was great. Yeah. Uh, the music was hella moody. This looks mm. like it's going to be a dark show. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little violent in spots. Um, ugh, good action. I think it's going to be great action. Good visual effects. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I like the shot of, you know, s- seeing that poor person encased in carbonite right at the end. Oh, I know. There was like a line of people being yeah. that were... yeah encased in carbonite and i'm looking at him like oh okay so it's not just han solo yeah <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> yeah that must have must have happened uh after han because i'm pretty sure han was the first person they ever did that to yeah because i remember them saying in empire that they he wasn't sure if the carbonite would would kill him or or, or not yeah um yeah they, they wanted him alive um and you know he's they were gonna they te- that's right they tested it on him because Darth Vader didn't give a shit if Han yeah. lived or died. Yeah, yeah. Because he was going to put Luke in it. He yeah. just wanted to see if it would work. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it looks great. Yeah. I'm so keen. Definitely excited for that. So keen. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, man. oh my goodness. <laughs> this this has got... That's got to be... I mean, all the Marvel awesomeness aside, that's got to be my favorite announcement of the week. The fact that Ewan McGregor is finally coming back. To be Obi Wan again, he is was just so good. He was amazing in the prequels. He's I loved the, him. He's the best thing about the prequels, in yeah. my opinion. A hundred and ten percent, the best thing. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad he's returning. I know it's great, and he's. <laughs> it, it's been a ru- long rumor for a long time, and because mm. he's at the right age now, where the amount of time that's passed since he shot Revenge of the Sith, yeah, um, at, kind of puts him at a good age to like see what what Obi Wan got up to after. After the Revenge of the Sith yeah. and before A New Hope, so okay, uh, so the series is literally going to be what's happened between those two. Basically, films. what's he doing on Tatooine that whole time, or yeah. does he go? Does he venture elsewhere? Hmm. Like, what's what's the Empire doing? Yeah, like, you know, it's uh, yeah, and the fact that they're going to explore it through a series, it's going to be a TV show, not a not a film. I, I I like a lot more because we get we get way more in-depth yeah. uh, character development and story with it. Definitely. Uh, so it's just going to be... <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be so I'm so happy. Good. I'm so happy about it. Oh, it's great. Man, me too. Mm-hmm. And Lady in the Tramp, like, I was just gushing over that trailer. Yeah, it was, it was such so a cute... Adorable. It was such a cute trailer. So many different um, doggy breeds. Yeah. I think I squealed when I saw a Scottish Terrier. You did. <laughs> was was there? Can confirm. <laughs> yes, you did. And it was great yes. because he was so cute, and they're yeah. all really cute. And it actually looks a lot better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, so me too. Yeah. I'm totally fine with it. Yes. Totally fine with it. Looking forward to seeing that as well. Yeah. I will yeah. give. I will definitely give it a look. And everything um, else we've pretty much touched on. Everything else we've touched on, yes. Just Spider-Man, Spider-Man doesn't do anything, Spider-Man. <laughs> I just... <laughs> God, it's so bad. Um, yeah. Alrighty. All right, moving on out of the nerdy news. And we're going to... the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. Trailer time. Trailer park time. We have three trailers, one for a series and two for movies. Yeah. 
the first trailer is the politician. Yeah. It's wondering why you pause. I'm like, oh, I get to choose. Cool. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna be hella cryptic about yeah. it this time. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I need to make. I need to be more clear <coughs> with what I do That's and say. Fine. That's all good. Okay. Yes, the, politician. the politician. Yes. New Netflix. Netflix series. series. Yes. Um. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. This is. It was really strange. Um. But I think it could be good. Um. I'm assuming I mean, these are college students, high school students. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to say college because they, they look, look a little bit too old for high school. But yeah. then again, it's Hollywood and they all, yeah. all high schoolers are played by 25-year-olds. So mm. who knows? Um, yeah, it may be high school, maybe maybe college. I feel like there might be college or senior high school at least. Yeah. Um, what does what does IMDb have to say? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's high school. High school, all right. They've said it's high school. All righty. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much... So I'm assuming it's got something to do with some sort of candidacy at this high school. They want to become president of something. Or is it the, like... Is it yeah. like school captain type yeah, of thing? Yeah, no, they've... they've um, yeah, the president of the student body. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So the student council. Okay, student um, council, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I'm so happy that I guessed this. So just from watching the trailer, I'm like, this has got to be a Ryan Murphy show. It is a Ryan Murphy show. <laughs> um, he struck a deal with Netflix not too long ago mm-hmm. to make a bunch of content for them. So this looks like one of his first projects yep. for them. Uh, Ryan Murphy created Glee and, okay. and American Horror Story and Pose and American Crime Story. He's a very talented man. Um, and Another thing that gave it away that it was a Ryan Murphy show is that the fact he's using two of his major actors that he's used in other stuff, which is yeah. Jessica Lange, mm-hmm. which is the older mum, the, yeah. bl- the blonde mum in the trailer, and Dylan McDermott popped up in there as well. Um, but yeah, and, and Gwyneth Paltrow's there too, yeah. uh, which is pretty cool see her not being Pepper Potts. Yeah, this is different. See her do something else, mm. uh, which is very exciting. But it, it looks really intense because, yeah, the main character is like he wants to be, eventually be president of the United States. So he's trying to, like, set his career path, like, right from this point. Yeah. Uh, make sure he does everything right leading up to that. And, yeah. He's just... pretty, his character is pretty full on. Yeah. Yeah, very full on. <laughs> For a student. But it looks like he goes from being, he goes on a journey from starting off as very driven and narcissistic to maybe someone a bit more open and understanding by yeah. the end. I don't know. I That's probably what they're doing. Um, yeah. I don't mm. know. It looks, yeah, it looks intense. It does. But I think, it, I think it'll be good. Well, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Probably not something I would probably go and watch. I was going to say, I didn't think it would be a thing nah. you'd watch. I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm going to watch it myself. Um, didn't, it didn't, like, it looks good, but it, I don't think it gra- fully grabbed me. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's Ryan Murphy, so I, I might watch it just mm. because it's a show made by him. But, yeah. I yeah, know. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Fulia, when's this going to be on Netflix? So it'll be releasing on the 27th of September. So in a month. In a month. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, on Netflix. Yep. Stay tuned. Okay. Our next trailer, yes. Kendall, is uh, for a film 
by the name of The Report. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. There, this is a very cryptic trailer. <laughs> yeah. Well, because well, well, the story is very cryptic. It's dealing with some cryptic shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this looks like it's based on true events. Yep. Um, starring the wonderful Adam Driver. Yes. Um, and it's set after 9-11 and it looks like it's got a lot to do with uh, covering up certain uh, bad methods uh, the United States government has tried to, uh, you know, obtain information from yeah. detainees and prisoners. Um, and Adam Driver is trying to expose that mm. um, through this report that he's writing. Um, yeah, looks intense. Looks it good. It really does. Politically charged, driven thriller um, based on a true story. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think this will be a good movie. Yeah, it... it- it looks interesting enough to keep you um, engaged. Yeah. But I don't know. It really depends on people's tastes. Yeah. Whether whether or not this is something they would want to go and watch it. I'm not very keen on it, to be honest. We'll see whether I go and see it. I might end up going and seeing it, but I don't know. Yeah, okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you're not into politics or if you're not into, um, you know, stuff surrounding the shady dealings of, mm. of, of, of government bodies yeah, uh, in regards to torture, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, not a, not a fan of those type of... Um type of stories to mm. be honest the the political stuff and yeah okay all that sort of thing and yeah so that and the poor politician being political um probably not my cup of tea oh. um but that's yes. fine what that, about you Kendall? that's fine yeah no i'm i'll probably watch this i think it looks really good i don't mind uh after get like after getting into house of cards and watching all of that i used to hate pol- political shows but I really loved House of Cards. Yeah. But then again, it wasn't exactly your typical political show. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was a lot more sinister than that. Um, But, I mean, the cast alone on this thing really just makes me want to watch it. I mean, besides Adam Driver, you've got Corey Stoll, um, John Hamm, Annette Bening, um, who else? Maura Tierney, Michael C. Hall. Like, there's a lot of really good people in this. Um, so I would watch just to see those people do their thing. Yeah. Um, it's being produced by Steven Soderbergh as well, uh, I believe. I, yes, it is. I just had to double check. Fact checking is essential. Um, and directed and written by Scott Z. Burns, who um, has done a lot of really cool films. He wrote. There's this film called Contagion that I really enjoyed. Um, that's got a, a big cast similar to this, um, maybe even bigger because it's got like Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow and Kate Winslet in it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's basically about a, a virus that kind of becomes an epidemic. Oh uh, yeah. I think I've heard about it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, he wrote that and he may have directed that as well. Um, no, he didn't direct it. Soderbergh directed that, but yeah, I digress. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll check this one out. Okay, cool. And when is this movie coming out? This movie is coming out. It looks like it's it's an Amazon original film, so it might be on Amazon Prime. 
Uh, it may get a theatrical release, not 100% sure, but it'll be out on, in the US at least on the 29th of November. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Whoa, the last trailer. This is one I think Fulia might actually want to watch. <laughs> uh, not because it's Disney. No, it just happens to be Disney. Yes, it just happens uh, to be. What is it, Fulia? It is Noel. Noel. <laughs> The first Noel. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a Christmas movie. Yes, could you tell? Um, yes, yeah, starring Anna Kendrick yes. and Bill Hader and Billy Eichner. Yes, please. Yep. I'm take all for my, it. Take my money. This Ready. looks like a lot of fun. And I don't usually like Christmas movies, as I've said before. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge... I mean, I have nothing wrong with Christmas, but... Some just of it, Christmas themed. Some of it is just very cheesy to me, and I don't. It, that's the cringe that I don't like. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, some Christmas movies that's are really why, good. I know, and, I, and I'm not saying they're not good movies. They're just not my cup of tea. No, that's fair enough. Uh, which is why I did, you know, a collectible chaos list on non-traditional Christmas movies. <laughs> yes. Where I talk about Die Hard being awesome. So, uh, yeah, but no, this looks really good and something I think I will watch. Yes. Um, Anna Kendrick is. So I love her. Cool. I love her. She's awesome. She's wonderful. <laughs> I never. It's so funny. I never would have thought watching her in Twilight ten years ago that she would become like this awesome, like singer, actress, just badass lady. You know, she's like, got a good voice. She's got a really sweet singing voice. Yeah. Uh, I love her in Pitch Perfect. Love her in A Simple Favor. Yeah, she was. She was good she's, in that. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she's she's just fantastic. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to see that she's playing Santa's daughter in this. <clears throat> yep. And um, Bill Hader's younger brother, because Bill Hader's going to take over as the new Santa Claus because yep. dad's retiring. And then... Shit goes haywire because Bill yeah. Bill Hader decides he doesn't want to be Santa and and, and just sister decides to tell him take some time go, go have a break have a little holiday have a break have a Kit Kat yeah. <laughs> but then they find out he's not just gone on a holiday he's literally just disappeared he's literally vanished <laughs> from the North Pole yep uh, yeah so <laughs> and winds up finding him at a yoga place. He's teaching, yoga teaching yoga, teaching them how to do the downward facing reindeer position. Yeah. That was funny. And um, the fact that she blows out a candle yeah. for the drama. <laughs> and he turns around and is like, that's a big deal here. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I, I love Billy Eichner. So it's good to see him in this being, you know, looks like the competition, like, Someone that they might actually get to take over as Santa yeah. if Bill Hader doesn't want it, and so Noel and a Kendrick character have to has to uh dis- go go down to Earth. There, well, you know, yeah, somewhere in North America by the looks. It's it's funny in one of the scenes in the trailer where she ends up saying that it's so hot in the in that in that city. Yeah. So she ends up stepping into a freezer. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. That exchange was great. And that lady opens the door and she's like, look, I like your Christmas pants. I I like your pants. They're very jolly. And she's like, no, they're yoga pants. She's like, oh, Oh, yoga yoga pants. pants. No, yoga. Yoga yoga pants. Yes, I like like my yogurt pants. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. It was good. This yes. was a good. This was a good trailer. Probably the favorite trailer yes. of the week. Yes, it is definitely. Yeah, gives, gives me joy. 
It sparks joy. Yes, it makes me very cheery. Yes. <laughs> Christmas cheer. Yay. We're not that far away from it. <laughs> Yay. Take those. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> not yet, not, supermarkets. Not yet. Oh, no. It's no. It's September. Look, Father's Day is here almost in Australia, and then as soon as that's done, Christmas shit is going to be going up. No, I guarantee you. Look, no, no, no. I'm, I'm fine with that. Sell the Christmas stuff. It's oh. fine. Oh, you I'm mean talking like, about the carols in oh, the stores. No, that won't start till December or November. No, some, some start earlier. <laughs> we have a rule at my work where we can't do it until before, like before, before December one. Like if it's November still and there's Christmas carols going on, you 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 get bad looks. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that rule. We, yes, because <laughs> I I'm... like Christmas carols, but just not too early. Yeah, don't kill them. Yeah, otherwise I'm not gonna like them anymore. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm already there. <laughs> if you had to listen to Taylor Swift's Christmas album, oh no, check I... on some Michael Bublé Christmas. Oh, he's the only one I can stand. <laughs> The Michael Bublé Christmas album. Oh, and maybe the Earth, Wind & Fire Christmas album because they're funky and awesome. Yep. And because they renamed September to December and made it a Christmas song. Oh, that's so good. Because they're amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only good thing. Anyway. That's yes. Rough, Digressing from trailers. Off, off topic. <laughs> Gold leader. Um, when is Noelle gracing us with her presence? We will be getting Noelle on the 12th. Of November yes. on Disney Plus. Disney Plus in America. So in Australia, that'll be the 19th. Yes. Yes. 19th on Disney Plus when it premieres. I'm so happy. So much is coming. So much is coming. <laughs> so many reasons to stay alive. <laughs> I have a reason to live. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. That was Trailer Park. Oh, yeah. Let's roll on out of there. All right. We're done. We are now yes. getting into. Yes. The popcorn culture time. Popcorn culture. <laughs> I buggered that up a bit. <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Hey. Yes. Popcorn culture. And this week's question to you. Yes. This question. Was what film has made you the most uncomfortable and, and why? why? So the yes. stuff that makes you feel weird and just. Yes. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Cringe and. That sort of stuff. <clears throat> and gross and bad and ew. Yeah. No good. Yes. So and what's good. your get reaction, Kendall? My gut reaction is so easy. <laughs> I already knew the answer last week. Oh, wow. And it's the same answer as what my least favorite movie of all time is. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the gem that is movie 43. What is movie 43? I've talked about it before. Have you? Yes. I don't remember. It's good. That's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> Nobody deserves this as a punish. This is okay. a punishment watching this film. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Movie 43 mm. is, is basically a series of, of vignettes starring an all-star cast, mm-hmm. some fantastic actors, Oscar-winning, Oscar-nominated, yep. brilliant performers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of... It's 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 this story kind of thrown together because someone's decided they want they're trying to pitch different movie ideas to a studio and they're holding them hostage with a gun, uh, and, and so the, the all the vignettes are just the different pitches that yep. he's making and we're seeing all these you know different actors act, act them out. Mm-hmm. The one that made me cringe the most was the very first one in this in the film. Mm-hmm. 
It's a scene with Kate Winslet and Hugh Jackman. Oh, no. <laughs> Hugh, we love you. So I'm sorry for what I'm about to say. <laughs> In this scene, <clears throat> Kate Winslet is on a date with Hugh Jackman. He is a uh, well-regarded, respected bachelor, all the ladies want. Mm-hmm. He's toted as this, you know, amazing, perfect gentleman Yep. Uh, that everybody should be lucky to be with. He's so popular. He's so nice. He's the perfect man. He's too good to be true. Mm-hmm legitimately too good to be true because Kay Winslet discovers while she's on a date with him he has testicles hanging from his chin what oh no not a Thanos yeah worse than Thanos (laughs) yes he's he's wearing his infinity stones on his chin um they're they're just oh yeah yeah how does no one notice this? Yeah, everyone's fine with it. And Kate Winslet's the only one that's just like, is anybody else seeing this? <laughs> because they're in a restaurant. And he's got this scarf around and this turtleneck on. Yeah. So you don't oh. see them. But then he takes some. He takes the scarf off <gasps> at one point or it comes off accidentally. I can't remember. I only okay. saw it once because I was traumatized. <laughs> and then she's just revolted oh, wow. by, by it. Wow. It is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen and may I remind you wonderful audience I was on a date when I watched this movie oh really and do you know how I knew it wasn't meant to be he thought it was hilarious oh no of course most guys the rest of the theatre not so much and he was laughing loudly and obnoxiously I was so embarrassed (laughs) Did you duck down into your seat? I I may have. <laughs> um, yes. I mean, sweet guy, nice guy, didn't do anything wrong. But I just knew. He's, he's tasting movies. That was the end, <laughs> the beginning of the end. Even though he tried to make up for it afterwards by playing Michael Jackson really loud in his car as he drove me home. Okay. Um, didn't <laughs> so you work. Could, so you could drown out what you just saw. Uh, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So that's mine. Uh, Fulia, (laughs) please tell me yours. Okay. So as soon as this question was revealed, my first thought was the most recent uncomfortable film that I've watched, and that's The Room. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, brilliant. Yes, that is the most cringeworthy, uncomfortable uh, film that I have ever seen. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> oh man, what a film! Oh my god, I've never seen anything like that before. There is nothing like that. No, ever. And I'm just sitting there with you know the Fred crew. Yep. As we all watch this, yes. Film, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is how. What? Yeah. I I was covering my eyes a lot. I was trying not like there were so many cringeworthy moments. Oh hi Mark. <laughs> yeah, so oh. many <clears throat> so much cringe. Like I could physically feel how uncomfortable I was. 
just my my stomach was just churning and I'm just sitting there I'm just covering my mouth so that no one could see me and I'm like oh no oh no no so Fulia <laughs> how did how did those sex scenes make you oh feel that was even worse that movie has too many sex scenes it's and basically the, softcore porn, and and they're basically the same they, they scenes. Are. They've repeated the same they scenes. They are. They have. Yeah. And how then, they got away with that, I don't know. And then on one one time, it's on the stairs, which would be super uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And then the other time, uh, Tommy Wiseau is 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 hitting the wrong spot. Yep. It's gone a little bit too high. Too high. Yep. But you know what? It's a cult classic oh, yeah. that people Apparently. that people adore the world over and love throwing spoons at. And yes, um, spoons. I do also have another one that's on the different end of uncomfortable. Oh yeah, and that was um, bad times of the El Royale. Oh, okay. How yes. did, what part? Like the intensity of that film made me feel quite uncomfortable. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so. Especially, I'd say, the second half of the film, where it gets really intense. Yeah, okay, fair call. Um, wow. Yeah, I just... I, like, I, I could feel tension in my head from watching it. That's how uncomfortable I was. Mm. Um, I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't a terrible film. Um, it was a very well-shot film. Yeah, gorgeous-looking um, film. I just physically and mentally was feeling very uncomfortable when i was watching yeah. it yeah yeah and the fact that it dragged on for quite some time it, it was felt, long it, it <clears throat> felt like a really long movie to me no it was yeah it was long you're not wrong yeah. um and yeah there's a lot of like violence in it yeah like, it's not like tarantino level violence but it's no. still there's a lot a lot of character death and oh yeah people being shot and... it really just hits you smack in the face yeah and for me that just yeah, it really made me uncomfortable. And then it's and then it's you know watching Chris Hemsworth be a gorgeous villain. Yeah, that's the other thing too <laughs> that made me feel uncomfortable. It's I'm like, like no, this, does, this just doesn't feel right. No, it just I don't want to hate no. you. <laughs> and then you know, spoilers, he dies. <laughs> well, yeah, he's the villain. Yeah, I mean, please. And it's just so weird that feeling you get when you see that you know that actor play. A, a role that you've never seen them in before. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, but I don't want to hate you. I love yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, he was really good in it. Like yeah, the he whole, was. The he whole was. cast was really good. Definitely. Yeah, I can understand why you might be a bit... Yeah, I was a little bit weirded out yeah. in that particular film. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was a different scale of Definitely. <laughs> I like the different spectrum there. Yes. That's good. Okay. Good response. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Now it's time to get into your responses. Yes. Your responses. Yes. yes. Who we got first, Kendall? Who we got first? Will. Uh, we have one of our wonderful co-hosts, uh, Philip Hunting. Hello, Philip. And Philip says, uh, anything that is romantic comedy, comedy. The comedy of we know, but they don't get to me. Um, or any world that has a comedic lead where the rest of the world is normal and the comic lead is affected by it. Irks me up the wall. So what does he mean? So he's not a big fan of rom-coms, obviously. Clearly. Um, we know, but they don't get to me. 
We know, but they don't. Oh, okay. We know, but they don't get to me. I think that's. I okay. think that's what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the comedy of we know, but they don't. Oh, um, pisses him off. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like when we know what's going on and why and why the the main characters being weird and yeah and yeah stupid be, because they but don't the know characters what we know. don't know they don't what's know going they're on. unaware and yeah hilarity supposedly ensues yes. yes um yeah or worlds that has a comedic lead where the rest of the world is normal and the comedic lead is affected by it so do you does that, does that mean we're like. The, the comedic lead doesn't like the world or do you mean like the comedic lead, lead is living in a different reality to the rest of the world? I don't know what you mean, Phil. <laughs> do you get what he means? No, I'm not 100% sure. But I understand there are certain types of comedy that are very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like rom-coms though. I enjoy the rom-coms. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, rom-coms are good when, yeah. they're, when they're done right. Yes. Um. Because they can be very cliche mm. uh, and unoriginal and, and yeah. predictable. You know, they're very predictable. Yes. But, you know, it just kind of depends on what the actors do with the story that makes yeah, it exactly. worth watching. Exactly. So, yeah. But no, mm. I can see why some of that would, would drive you nuts, Phil. Yeah. Especially since he's a big fan of comedies himself. He is. Yes. Yes. Correct. Mm. Thank you very much, Thanks, Philip. Thanks, Philip. Our next response comes from my best friend, Alex Game. Alex, hello. And her response is Wolf Creek and the word Sheila. So for those of you at home, you'll know the reason. Uh, One particular scene that really makes her feel uncomfortable, and that's the bad guy interacting with one of his female prisoners. It was cringeworthy. Kendall, please explain. She's spared a bit of details. Yes. And I'm not not really going to say what the details are but if you've seen the movie you'll you'll know Mm. um yeah 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 so the 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 film's villain mick um does a real bad mick taylor does a real 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 bad job of torturing these poor kids uh that are backpacking through the outback Mm. um and it's hands down though one of the best aussie horror films ever made wow like I'm not even kidding you. It's incredible. I mean, there's a reason why I got a sequel and a TV show. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, John Jarrett is terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch if you can handle that kind of thing because mm. it's pretty violent uh, and confronting some of the stuff. Hence the scene that Alex is referring to. Yeah. There's a lot of things uh, where as a woman watching it, you would definitely get very uncomfortable. Mm. Um I mean, even some men would probably get uncomfortable watching it, but yeah. um, the way he acts around the two the two young girls is, and what he does to them is pretty yeah, nah. it's pretty nasty. So not my type of film. No, <laughs> and yet I love it. <laughs> Somehow I don't know how. I yeah. just it's just really. I good. suppose Wayne might agree. I think Wayne would agree if he was yes. here. It's a really good movie. Um, yeah. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Next response comes from the lovely Shannon Craven. Hey, Shannon. He says, anything to do with snakes, mortality, slash life, slash we are all going to die films, and Jurassic Park, and Wolf Creek. Yeah. He goes on. And he goes on to say, snakes creep me out. Disaster movies and extinction freak me out because I am too empathetic and velociraptors are terrifying and everyone else should be as scared uh, as I, uh, as I am, what? as I of them, as I of them. Oh, and everyone else should be as scared as I of them. Yes. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, snakes. I don't like snakes either. Reason why I've probably only seen snakes on a plane once. Um, <laughs> Come on, planes and snakes—they're like your two. I know. Big things. Yep. Two of my big fears. Big fears, and you watch that film. <laughs> well, people... did that not make you deter yourself from flying again? <laughs> yes. But it's uh, yeah. Look, it was okay. Like okay. it was just, it was a bit of a cult thing at the time yeah, when yeah. it came out, just because it was just snakes on a plane, and it's the movie is literally snakes on a plane, and Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> sick of those motherfucking snakes on that motherfucking plane. <laughs> um, yes. So, oh yeah, and I don't, I Shannon, I'm also with you on like the mortality, life, we're all going to die films. I mean, I love disaster movies and apocalypse films. I really do. I get why they would freak you out. Um, the one one that freaks me out the most uh, out of them all is one that I talked about in my favorite disaster movies, Top Ten, Collectible mm-hmm. Chaos. The film Knowing, yeah. <clears throat> spoilers, they all die. Okay. It has a bad ending. They, they, the, the apocalypse is not prevented mm-hmm. uh, and the world ends and everyone burns. Ooh. That's how, yeah, solar flares uh, hit the earth and... <gasps> and incinerate everything yeah so yeah i kind of agree with shannon on those that's that's so when when shit like that happens when all the characters die that's kind of that's very depressing yeah um so i can understand that uh for sure and yeah the velociraptors uh, i remember watching jurassic park as a kid and being completely terrified yeah by by those things the kitchen scene with the kids trying to run have you seen jurassic park I've seen the first one, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, thank <laughs> As goodness. When I was growing up, yes, yeah. definitely terrified that, that, me. Yeah. That's it's... why I won't go watching any other Jurassic Park film. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Traumatised a little. Yeah, the raptors are... <laughs> the raptors only get worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're, they're very iconic kind of antagonists hmm. in the first film. And okay. yeah, very terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Clever girl. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Our next response comes from B. White. Wyatt. 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 Sorry. That's my friend Alita Wyatt. Hello, uh, <laughs> Hello, Alita. And she says, Carriers. Literally the most depressing movie I've ever seen. Crying emojis. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> what is this movie, Carriers? I need to look it up. I've never heard of Carriers. Oh, this film. So it's got Chris Pine in it. Um, now, I remember hearing about this film. Four friends fleeing a viral pandemic soon learn they are more dangerous than any virus. Ooh. Interesting. Sort of s- similar to a contagion scenario. Yeah, except after the, the, the disease has taken hold of the entire thing. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay. I don't know if there's a... Yeah. In a world devastated by an outbreak, Brian and his girlfriend, Bobby, his brother, Danny, and their friend, Kate, are heading to a beach where the brothers spend their childhood vacations, expecting it to be a sanctuary. When their car breaks down on the road in the desert, they negotiate with a man called Frank, who is also stranded but without gas. He's trying to get his daughter, Jody, to the hospital. She's infected with a disease of some kind, and they decide to all travel together. 
During the journey, massive moral dilemmas arise as events head into a downward spiral. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, okay. All right. This uh, could definitely be very, very, uh, yeah, horrific Mm. and upsetting. It's kind of sound. I like the title of one of the reviews. Not a horror film? <laughs> Questions. <laughs> yeah, just looking at IMDb. First of all, this is not a horror film. Okay. Second, this is not a zombie film. Okay. So they basically marketed it weird then. Um, easily one of the best films of the summer. Nice. So okay. carriers well, meaning they're carrying this disease. Yes, I imagine. Yeah. I imagine that's the case. Okay. Could have been something, but wasn't, says one user. Okay. Most the reviews, movie ever. Apparently wow. the most... Yeah, interesting. All right, might have to seek it out and check it out. <laughs> I mean, Chris Pine doesn't doesn't hurt to, to watch every once in a while. Yeah. He's fantastic, after all. <laughs> um, thank you, Alita. Thank you. Okay, and lastly... <laughs> uh, we have uh, our other co-host... <laughs> Just other? Yeah, other. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that that that, that uh, adjective could change depending on... Uh, his answer? His answer that I'm about to read out. <laughs> That's right. It's Wayne Stellini. Hey, Wayne. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Wayne says, I don't find myself that uncomfortable or weirded out by films. In fact, the weirder, the better. I have, however, had uncomfortable experiences watching movies, like when there's a sex scene and your folks are in the same room. Oh, yes. Here, here. Even more so is when you're at the cinema and you see how many other people have wasted their money on the piece of shit you're collectively watching. And then all you can think about is you're going to have to go back to your uni days diet of discounted two minute noodles from the local grocery store that's been temporarily shut down due to repeated health code violations. But you still keep going back there because despite you and the owner not knowing one another by name, you always take a moment to inquire about one another's day, family life and health and well-being because it's the polite thing to do, even though you're at that awkward stage of knowing someone long enough to know their name but never asks. So now you shouldn't, and you understand that this uncomfortable scenario could be avoided in the future if you only you had better taste in movies. <laughs> but I'll leave my beloved friend Kendall to tell you about all about the average MCU viewing experience. <laughs> Hashtag trolling Kendall. Hashtag love you, Kendall. This message has been delivered in accordance with the Kendall concession of November 2018. As she dwindles off with that. Yes. Lasai. My goodness, there's not a full stop in that paragraph. That. Oh my God, that paragraph was an entire sentence. Yep. Wayne. Wayne! I think he intended it to be that way. Wow. <laughs> I th- well, yeah, I imagine he would have. Uh, that was that was a lovely pitch you painted. Um, <laughs> I mean, you didn't say anything about the MCU being uncomfortable. You just referred to it as average. And, you know, if average is what you're going for, that's fine. Because, you know, the average person has seen the MCU. And that's a lot of people. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that, mm. really. 
but very good description. <laughs> I, very well written. That particular scenario in real life would definitely be awkward. Yeah. Isn't that the worst when yeah. you're like, you know, somebody and you've, 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 you're friends with them or you're, you've, uh, you're working with them and well, you, you're in the same class, you're in the them. same class with them and you just can't remember the name. And it's gone to the point where you just can't ask now <laughs> because you <laughs> yes, should know. I've been in that scenario. We've all, <laughs> we've all been in that situation. <laughs> the best thing to do people is just to come clean and be honest, admit you fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good with names. I'm really not good with names. and Or you could just lie and just say, my dog died the day I met you and I just couldn't stop thinking about my dog so I didn't hear your name when you said it. <laughs> I mean, th- there's an idea for you. Go forth and use it. Yes. Um, thanks, Wayne. Thank and you, Wayne. Thank you, everybody, yes. for your excellent answers there. Yes. They were great. Uh, some really interesting choices I like <laughs> very much. Thank you. Yes. A shout out to Wolf Creek. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm never watching that. No, you would never. Nope. You would nope, never watch. Nope, nope. No, never. New. Nope. I, on the other hand. Um, <laughs> so next week's question, what is it, Fulia? It is, uh, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man exiting the MCU and the character's future on film? Yes. So, so we wanted to discuss that next week. Um, since, the controversies that, since the controversy has happened, happened this, week. this week, give some people some time to come up with some answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there'll be some more news developments. Yeah. But I, I would like to hear, you know, our listeners out there, what your thoughts are, how mm-hmm. you're feeling. Yep. How are you dealing with this? What do you, what do you think the future for Spidey is uh, on the big screen? Yeah. Um, yeah, and your th- how do you feel about him, you know, not being in the MCU anymore? Yep. Uh, use hashtag tell Fred yep. so we can find all your answers. Look for the posts on various social media uh, apps through the week. Yep. Great. Awesome. What's up with Fred? What's up with Fred? Collectible chaos. Yay. Yes. It's Out. That, it's Tuesday. That time. Yes. Tuesday, new episode. Uh very happy with it. Very excited. Yes. It is my, uh, officially my top 10 Michael Jackson moments. Yay. Yes. So. I had fun editing this one. Yay. Got to reminisce. Yes. Fulia <laughs> is wonderful. She tells me she was watching all, all the, the MJ, a lot of the MJ videos I sent her to use in the in the video. <laughs> edit together. and Yeah. I procrastinated quite a bit on this one. Having some nostalgia. <laughs> That's so good. That means a lot to me though. Yeah. That's nice. You're welcome. That's nice. <laughs> so appreciated. Um. I mean, the same thing happened to me, but, you know, is anyone surprised? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yes, yeah, so basically just going to be taking a look at uh, the big highlights of yes. the life uh, and career of the King of Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Yes. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Definitely. Uh, and then we're going to be recording a little podcast. The monthly. The monthly is back. This for week, this month, yes, is back this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is, what's your favorite? Oh, sorry, not what. Who is your <laughs> favorite Harry Potter character from the Harry Potter universe? Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly so that can be from the books, can be from the films, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yep, anything, anything, anything Harry Potter related. Yes, characters, name them, shame them, go. 
And explain them. And explain them. <laughs> oh, that deserves a crisp high five. Wow. Nice. Name, shame, and explain. Yep. I love it. Um, good. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Look out for those posts have been popping up on the socials. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, get your answers in by Tuesday night and mm-hmm. you'll be featured on the podcast. Awesome. Yes. Uh, what else is going on? Um, Incompetent Gamers with yes. Foolish Fuji. I have finally started a new series. New series. Is it a horror game? No. Why, is, why not fully? Yeah. <laughs> it is on the opposite spectrum. Okay. It is, is, it is a G-rated game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Just took a sharp left turn into happiness. <laughs> I am now... No demons. I uh, know. I am now playing... Um, Lego The Incredibles. Oh. I love the Lego franchise. Yes. It is my favorite gaming franchise. The Lego games are awesome. So much fun. Yeah. Um, so I've started playing that. It's based on the second film. Oh. Yes. I, I, was, I thought it was going to be both of them. So you start with the first one and then you go into the second one. Mm-hmm. But no, it's actually the second one. Okay. Yes. There you go. Um. I'm usually used to playing these Lego games on a controller, either the, you know, the Xbox or the PlayStation. Um, But this time around, I'm doing it on a PC and learning the controls on a keyboard to maneuver these characters is really, really difficult (laughs) because I'm not used to that. No. But um, knowing that the Lego series, uh, the Lego games usually run quite a bit in order for you to get through a whole story mode. Um, and then you've got, you know, the free play to collect everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will get used to uh, the keyboard uh, controls. Yeah, you'll, you'll get the hang of it. Yes. Uh, so keep an eye out for my live streams every Friday around about 4.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yeet. And um, what else? Beta test has dropped this week. Yes, new beta test. Yep. Um, Get around it. Check out Bethany's new review. Yes. Um, we have... Oh, Fred Watch came out. Yes. Last week. Last podcast. Podcast, Fred Watch. And that was um, The Wizard of Oz. Yes, is... celebrating 80 years. Yep. Since the film's release. And... On that note as well, if you haven't already, go and Google Wizard of Oz, tap the red ruby slippers and see what happens. Okay. It is really cool. Okay, nice. (laughs) Very cool. Um, Yes. What else have we got? Uh, Regular Fred Watch review, written reviews. Mondays, Marvel Mondays with Wayne Stellini. Yep. Um, The Thor review should have dropped by the time you're listening to this podcast. Last week was Iron Man 2. Yes. Get around it. Yes. Um, I can't wait to read his Thor review. (laughs) Thor is near and dear to me. Yes. And and people people do tend to to rag on the earlier Thor films. Mm. I, I get it. I get it. But don't. Yep. <laughs> just, just, just don't. <laughs> Let me love it in peace, please. Pretty much. Um. Yes. Uh. Yeah. The podcast was really good. Two boys. If you're listening, Wayne yes. and Phil. Good episode. Yes. Thoroughly enjoyed. Lots of fun. Good review of the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. I and think that's pretty much it. That's it in terms of uh Fred stuff. Uh. In terms of just my regular week. I'm going to see Kiela Settle. 
Sorry, in, what? A, in a little pop-up concert. What? At the time of this being released. Tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow night. <laughs> when did this happen? Monday night. Yeah. Um, so this came up in the last week or so. Okay. And the fact that she's going to be in Melbourne for the last, um, the man, the music, the show. Yeah. Um, on the Tuesday. Yeah. She's doing a little pop-up at um, Max Watts. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's not going to clash with your work? No, surprisingly, it her her set doesn't start till like 9 o'clock. And I finish work at about roughly around 8 p.m. Well, isn't that just perfect? And it's not even that far away for me because I'm oh. just over where Flagstaff Station is and all I have to do is jump on a train, go to Flinders Street and walk up Swanson Street and I'm dead. <laughs> Well, Works out you. really well. And That's I'm, amazing. And I'm going with uh, Marie as, um, and a few other, a uh, few other, few other mates from hockey. Nice. Yes. So I can't wait for that. Oh, I will talk about that in next, more detail yes. next week's podcast. Yes. And of, of, on the monthly. Of the monthly. Yes. Um, I'll be up at Shenanigans on Tuesday, doing a bit of a recording with them. Um, and I. think I think at this stage, that is it. Yes. And I'm most likely going to be working over the weekend. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. my personal week. That's your personal week. What about you? What about me? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, there's a pretty high possibility I'll finally be watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this week. Cool. So I should have a quickie review for the podcast next week. Um, so I'm super excited to finally watch sit down and watch that yes it's gonna be good um and yeah monthly recording yeah uh it is my brother's birthday on thursday happy birthday brother jordan thank you (laughs) um yes uh yeah he's gonna be turning 28 um also michael jackson's birthday Yes, on the same day. Oh, wow. Yeah. For those who don't know, my brother was born on Michael Jackson's birthday, like of all the days. Wow. Yeah, I know. I It was meant to be. I I had I have an an ex an ex-boyfriend that his birthday's on the death of Michael Jackson. On the 25th. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for him. Yes. That's not a good day. That is not a good day. No. Um yes. Yeah. So we were doing a family thing. We're knocking out my brother's birthday and Father's Day in one sitting. Oh, nice. The, the parentals are coming down to Melbourne. So oh, so they're coming. They're coming down. Hey. For once, it's nice. <laughs> I get to see my new place, and since it's not new anymore, but it's yeah. new to them because yeah. they haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> so that'll be fun. We'll be doing lunch. Uh, yeah, and then I'm just going to be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty that's much it, it I yeah. think. Yeah. Awesome. And then podcasting away. Yeah. So. Cool. Good times, classic hits, gold 104. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I know. Sorry. <laughs> Hire me. Um, <laughs> no. No, don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> Excellent. That's it? Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. That, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Time for the Fred plugs. Yes. Uh, 
Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For future podcasts and Fred the Alien, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. We're the Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows and more. That was the Fred plug. That was the Fred plug indeed. I've been a Kendall Richards. I've been a Fulia Kantemajer. And, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Episode 81. 81. We be old. <laughs> we be very old and geriatric. We nanas. We, yeah, I feel like I'm <laughs> tell you what. I may not. I may look twenty-five. Nah, nah. Feeling eighty-five. Yep. Feeling eighty-five. <laughs> but still alive. Yes. Um, cool. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. <laughs> and whatever you choose. Yes. <laughs> but mostly beef. Mostly beef. Get that proteins. I had lamb. Well, lamb's nice. I'm lamb shank. I I had an HSP yesterday. Ooh, yum. <laughs> Look at us being a bit unhealthy. I know. <laughs> Remember eat beef. Let's talk about the lamb we Let ate. ate. <laughs> uh, and scene. Thank you for listening, guys.